You are listening to Black Sports 980. Spray paint everything everywhere. John was crazy. <laughs> 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 John was super dirty. You said dirty, dirty Brooklyn got you sick, huh? <laughs> and this one Bama was going up to me like, I don't know what he was talking about. Was like, I just gave him money and that John just, I shouldn't, once I gave him the money, I guess he felt like Bama had appreciated me for like a good 15 minutes solid. <laughs> I was ready to knuckle up though if he got out of control because his hand movements were a little bit too aggressive for me. I was getting ready to knuckle up with this dude on the train. <laughs> <laughs> what he, he was on the train or he was on the street? Now we were on the train and he just wanted some money, so I was like, "Yeah, I gave him a dollar. What's a dollar? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. to, for somebody like him, that could you know that could mean a meal. So I gave yeah. him a dollar, and main man just made a point to come back and just sit there and evangelize to me for the next like fifteen <laughs> minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Shook my hand and everything. Then I shook his hand. I put the sanitizer on the jump. And like, you know, and I guess he sent me. He looked and seen me for the sanitizer. <laughs> Came back. I was like, God, did he want to dab me? Yo, that? Yeah. Oh, dog. Yeah. <laughs> yo, I, yeah. Every time you go to New York, it's an adventure, though. Like, every just time. going there. Every time it's an adventure. Oh, yeah, that is too funny. Man, my peepchie, he said, oh, you want for a sanitizer? Yeah, oh, let me come back. holler. Let me come back and holler at you real quick. You was on the Amtrak? Nah, I was on the subway. That, that subway. Oh, there. you was in the subway in New York. Yeah, that tripping? joint. Yeah, remember that picture I showed you with the little, uh, that little dirty, like, I don't know what that train, like, structure was. That joint. I was on the subway. That little oh, wow. Fruitville station jump. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> the one thing about this subway, the Jones are fishing, and you are, it's always like on time and running, and you get to your place A to B, no problem. I went from one place to another place. It took me 45 minutes to get there, and it cost me $2.75. Boost you know Mobile. You know what I'm saying? If that was here, that would have been six something, you know, off peak hours. So, yeah, I mean, the Johnson is fishing, but it's a, little mu- it's a little dirty, you know, but. So, every line is like the green line up there in New York? Is that pretty yeah, much what you said? Green, yeah, all of them just the green and the orange. <laughs> I, I ain't getting, yeah, in the green line, you get robbed on that joint. You got to be careful and get gunned. Yeah, There's a, a lot of crazy stuff going on in, in, the, in on the Metro lately, too. Yeah, I heard about happen. y'all heard about the boy that uh got got uh um took into Bethesda Metro Station and then he like raped the boy and then what put him back on the metro. Yeah, no, dog, no, jump was, was crazy. That was a female. He ain't no dog, no. no he put held the bam up at gunpoint <laughs> and it was like get off of this stop and then took him to another stop and got off at Chevy Chase Bethesda jump. Went in one of the stores or one in the little back back bathroom hallway jumps, and then <laughs> yeah, dog, it's crazy out here, dog. I'm trying to tell you. I heard about the dude that got gum butted on the green line. Got what? He got what? He got that gum butt on the green line. <laughs> he's, he's an idiot. All right, that's what we got to Yo, say. No, it's great. Yeah, it's great, man. Let's get you. I'm out here laughing. It's a wood. I ain't trying to laugh. I'm not trying to laugh. First of all, <laughs> <laughs> I'm only laughing because gum butt just sound funny. Like, I'm only it just sound funny, dog. It's, it's a serious offense, though. Yeah, it is serious. I don't know if anybody ever got... 
Yeah, I'm not laughing at the person. I'm laughing at because Aaron is like dying, but the joke's not funny. I didn't hear about that joke. I heard about the woman that got she got. I made that joke up. Yeah, I didn't hear that. I didn't hear that. No, dog. I'm not making it up, though. This the this the bizarre world we live in. I'm I'm gonna post the joke up so you can see, dog. So you can see it's crazy out here. Shoot. Yeah, so at least y'all ain't running from alligators, man. Yeah, I seen that too, dog. That joke. Oh, nah, yeah, I ain't oh, going to Florida, though. Wasn't that joint eating a dead body or something like that in the swamp? They like, found, yeah, they found two of them eating a dead body. Not, not in the swamp. It's like 20 minutes from my job. It's in a canal 20 minutes yeah. from my job in, like, the middle of the city. Yeah, that's... Sheesh. So, and then... And then the that's the joint the, the the they found on the golf course? Oh, yeah, the no, one on no, the no, golf course. No, that was a 15-foot yeah. joint just strolling across the golf course. But the joint with the two in the swamp, they had to use AR-15s to kill the alligators to what? get them up out of there. Yeah. AR-15s? They couldn't get the yeah, gator boys in that joint? They nope. get the rope and everything? Nope. They gator boys? They brought the AR-15s. <laughs> yeah. You ain't never heard the gator boys? Yeah, nah, they do that. The gator boys. Yeah, the gator boys. Yeah, they doing a little. They. All they had to do was make that call. Yeah, when they, they trying to get that joint because that's big bread. They had, yeah, they had to try right. and save the joint with evidence to see who it was, so they couldn't they couldn't wait for somebody else to come out there because they was in the process of eating. Dang, that's like that movie with um my man um what's his name that played that played Batman in this last movie, and he was like a crime boss Bama, and he fed these jokers to the alligators in oh, Florida. Um, Runner Runner, I think. It was yeah, Runner Runner. Yeah, that's it. Yup. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of animals. Y'all see the gorilla joke with the little kid fell in the zoo, the Cincinnati Zoo joke? Yeah, I, I got a question though. I only saw like all I saw was when okay, the Batman was in the water, right? The little boy. Mm-hmm. The gator was the, the gorilla was kind of like just kind of like touching him, but nothing aggressive. And then he like kind of like made him stand up. And then the next part of the video I saw was the Batman in the corner, the gorilla, and then that was it. Oh, that's, that's the edited right now. I just yeah, that's the edited version. Okay. So he started out in the corner first. And then the gorilla like dragged him, like drug him in the water over to another location, to the second location where he like had him stand up. And then he dragged him again. See, yeah, uh, you gotta see the whole footage. I didn't see the whole thing, man. Yeah. Yeah, you gotta see the whole footage. Cause that's the joint had my heart palpitating when I was watching it. Cause I was like, oh young, oh, about to finish him, dog. Like but my it got real, it got real, he, real fast. How did he make it through the little, like the the safety wall to get in that joint in the first place? Like, how did he make it past there? The kid. So, 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 I, that that's the question I have. Like, how did he get inside of the cage? Because it's like a, it's like a little, I guess, a wire rope, and then it's like a little, I guess, like a little cage that they had that like kind of protects the people from the animals so the little boy had to be like trying to slide through the jump and nobody like he probably was being unattended then he slipped down and probably fell over into the into the cage you know what i'm saying because it just doesn't make sense how he would get in there and now they're doing an investigation on the moms and all types of stuff everything I'm just, i mean my whole thing is this this may sound uh, they're having like Memorial like Bama's in the streets because the gorilla was like an endangered species. Only like 250,000 of these gorillas left in the whole world. So they have like, you know, people out there protesting and outraged. But you got human beings getting slaughtered in the streets every day in America. Homeless Bama's not eating no food and you worry about a gorilla getting shot. Message! Harambe. Harambe.
that's the gorilla's name, Harambe. He was. They care about they care about the animals more than they care about people, though. I mean, it's clearly evident. They, they can't they can't this, tell you, you don't, they don't care about Africa. This man has been getting full twenty four hour coverage. Harambe. <laughs> I can't believe it, though. Har- That's the Batman name, Harambe. And I mean, these people are in an uproar, uh, outrage. Really uh, can't that believe reminds it. me of that case where, I don't know if y'all ever uh, remember that case, uh, 2020 and outside the line, not outside the line, 2020 and Dayline did a story on that called Cecil the Line. Uh, that wealthy, like, dude, he was like, Dennis had multiple practices. He went, like, big game. Mm-hmm. Like, and like Cecil yeah, the yeah, Lion yeah. was like on the game reserve in South Africa and ended up killing that joint like off the late night and they ain't know. So a dude went into hiding, man. Did y'all hear about that? Everybody was yeah. all over that. Yep, that yeah. it was a yeah, I remember that joint, yep. You know, I, yeah, I just yeah. it's to me this the, the I mean, I don't want to see anything get killed except for chicken and cow. But I mean I'm just saying the point is I, to me to have an outrage of this is to me a little bit too much. Well, there's a lot of other things going on around you that we should be outraged on, but we they turn a blind eye to. So, and so it's a gorilla or a lion, you know, now we got to be in uproar. Message. So two things. One, they want the, they not just in the outrage. They want the FBI to investigate. Not regular local zoo police or none of them bombers. Not animal that? police. They want the FBI to investigate. This is what they're clamoring for. This is it's OC. Then on top of that, right? So they killed one one of the like uh, I guess like he's an animal expert or whatever, and he was just like talking about the scene and saying that you know people wanted him to shoot her with a tranquilizer, but they were like the the situation was so volatile. If they would have shot him with a tran- tranquilizer, it probably could have caused him to like go berserk and he was like these type of gorillas he's seen them like crack a coconut in half with like a a half a strike you know what I'm saying so that little boy would have been just finished if he like made any kind of aggressive move towards him and so they were just like I mean at this point they just had it was a it was either the gorilla's life or or the boy's life so they you know it was an easy decision for them but like people was like acting like they were supposed to do all these other like moves to like I mean, save the gorilla. I'm like, what? That's my whole point. Is that if it, if your child, if you're if you are a parent and your child falls into a habitat for whatever reason, and it's a it's between your child and the gorilla. I'm a lot young. Pull out that 50 cal and put them down. I, I ain't even hesitating. Put down the gorilla. I ain't thinking about that. I mean, come on, man. People are ridiculous. If that was their child in that habitat, they're not thinking about alternatives. They gonna want that thing dead. Yeah, Bamas ain't want no no tranquilizers if it's their child. If it's their child, it's bottom line. It's ridiculous, man. So yeah, we'll we'll probably we'll probably. I mean, we're gonna see what happens to the to the parent or whatever, because we don't even know what what the situation is. Like we don't we don't really know. You know what I'm saying? We do. It could have. <laughs> well, all right, Aaron. What what happened, dog? What happened? possibly fall in the gorilla cage. That's the bar. Yeah. I don't understand that either. I, you know what's funny though? I see a lot of kids when I, like I'm on trips and stuff and you be like at public parks or whatever and you may have like be on a cliff and there's like a, a bar or like a fence and I'll see kids all the time like stick their arms and legs and heads through that little gap. <laughs> and I'm looking at that like, yo, your child about to like die. It's like, this, if they fall off of this zone, there's no coming back. You know what I mean? And I just, it's to me, it's sometimes it's very careless. 
to let your child just kind of wander and does what they want, you know, do what that child wants to do. Yeah, no, no. It happened. It could have happened really quick, and the Bama just hopped the fence or slid through it real fast. The things do happen quick with kids, so I don't know. But to me, at the end of the day, if it's between your animal, I'm not saying I, I agree with just shooting gorillas and killing animals either, but if it's between your child and the, and the animal, I'm going to choose my child all day, period. Right. I, I yeah, dog. One, one of the witnesses reported um, that the kid said, I want to go in. And he went. so obviously, <laughs> if, uh, if a passerby heard he wanted to go in, I'm pretty sure mom and dad heard he wanted to go in. So my com- my reaction to that is, if you say you want to go in, I'm gonna say, oh no, the hell you're not, and grab my child. I'm not just gonna let him. No, don't do that. You don't want to do that, and let him fall in, and then it's an uproar. So I give them full responsibility. If- if somebody else heard them say it, then they they had to have heard them if they were being responsible. Son, look, when I used to be a camp counselor and we used to take the kids on trips, we used to go to the zoo, anything. I used to tell these bamas off break, like, young, don't get lost because I'm not looking for you. Don't start no trouble. Don't do nothing but stay together and stay with me. I'm not with you. You with me. That's an unfortunate situation to have your child yeah. slip through Amen. through the through the gate and being in with the with a gorilla. No, but yeah, that's Good, this. How you let your child get to that point? When I was growing up, if I even touch something, don't touch that. Pull your hand back. You too close. Back up. Like don't even touch the railing. Yeah, don't touch the railing, dog. Don't touch nothing. Back up. Stand behind me. Like you know what I'm saying? That's what you do as a protective parent. And I mean, you know, they probably yeah, they probably was on Snapchat. That's exactly right, though. I would check her social media if she has any posts on any social media within 15 minutes of the kid going in jail or media. <laughs> you said lock, lock it up off I break. Mean, they're going to make this parent pre- they're going to set president with this parent right here. Just believe that. Yeah. They're going to set president. They ain't yeah. holding back the book on this one. They're going to throw the book at her and whoever else was the guardian that day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely. Yep. Speaking of prison Gucci, he out, dog. Gucci free. Free my man Gucci. He out, dog. <laughs> he gonna be on the Breakfast Club this week. Gotta be. That's what they that's what they need to get. Yeah. But uh they definitely do. But on to some sports though. On to some sports. Wow. The question is, I've been hearing people clamor like last night was the hockey game, the Penguins versus the San Jose Sharks, like the game one, but nobody was watching that joint. Everybody was watching game seven of the, of the uh, NBA, fi- I mean, NBA Western Conference Finals. And the question is, like, why why can't hockey get no love, though? I don't think it's about hockey getting love. I think it's about, I mean, game seven compared to game one. Exactly. That's it. Well, that's not the only thing, but that's part of it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I I didn't even know the jump was on. To be honest with you, I didn't even know hockey was being played last night. I mean, I just don't feel like people are that in, like it's. I don't know, young. Know? I'm just not. I watch the, the caps. The thing is, is that you don't know most of the hockey players, so it's like you can't associate with them. I, I can't I can't tell you anybody other than Patrick Marleau that's playing in the Stanley Cup final right now. Like I don't know none of their names. And I know Patrick Marlowe because I saw his name pop up at the top of my screen on ESPN app. That's it. 
So if I can't associate with none of the people playing, why am I watching? Yeah, yeah. that's the that's the hardest thing. Yeah, I'm gonna say it is definitely popularity because I was in speaking of New York. I was in New York well, last year around this time, and the Rangers were in the playoffs. And to get to MSG, have to take me down there. Cause they refused. They actually drove off when I said MSG. Like they stopped. I said, "He take me to MSG." I was trying to get to you know catch my train, and Obama just hit the gas on me. Like three cabs did it, and it was because the popularity of the game. It was so many people going in that area to see the Rangers play. So there's definitely popularity there. It's just you're talking about Game Seven. You know what I'm saying? Of the the Western Conference Finals. That's just gonna supersede Game One of the Stanley Cup. Finals. That's just the bottom line. That's all that pretty much. There's definitely popularity there, just yeah. not amongst us. I just, I just feel like to me, and this is, just, this may be like, I don't know, maybe like culturally biased or whatever. But I just feel like sports is like music. Like people like country music, people like rock music, all these other genres of music. But if you think about what music dominates, like our society, is rap and hip hop music. It's in every commercial, it's in everything. It just dominates. And I feel like just when it comes to like sports, like basketball and football, you know, and you get those soccer in there, but that's more like a world sport. And I think that's popular for different reasons than basketball and football are here. But just in our culture, in American culture, those those sports just dominate because the, that culture dominates as far as like in athletics. So I... To me, it's just, it's not that it's not popular. It's just, to me, it just won't be as popular as what's our, what's popular, like, you know what I'm saying, football and, and basketball. I mean, that's just, just my thoughts on it. We but, didn't grow up playing hockey. That's really it. We didn't grow up That's true, hockey. too. Everybody yeah. can go outside and throw a football or bounce a basketball. You can't just walk outside and play hockey. So Couldn't it's afford not, it. It's not as attainable to most people and you have four seasons a lot of places so aside from being in like minnesota and and bangor maine and places like this where hockey is life for the people that grew up there because that's it's cold enough to play more than just three months four months out of the year so we had alternatives as children we picked up those games that's why we don't care about hockey it's a nice spectator sport for us but it's not life for us yeah, nah, I feel you. And I actually agree with you, Shaq. Um, game six, before we get to game seven, game six, OKC, they botched it, collapsed at the end of the game. Uh, you know, of course, I'm saying Stern's orders was in effect, full effect on during this game. But a lot of people just saying that KD and them just, just fell flat. Um, and... I mean, we we kind of we kind of know the outcome of the whole situation, but the is it they was it was it was it Stern's orders or was it a collapse? Uh, Stern's orders can't help Clay Thompson knock the threes that he was knocking down that third quarter. And Stern ain't do nothing with that. I mean, that was all Clay Thompson. And um, okay, see, I don't know, I don't know if they the moment got too big for the team because. In game six, and especially in game seven, they seemed to kind of fall apart in that second half as a team. They, they just weren't the same cohesive unit. And everybody kind of got nervous. And I, it's, it was a lot of pressure, I guess, to be up 3-1, 3-2, 3-3, 3-4, 3-5, 3-6, 3-7, 3-8, 3-9, 3-10, 3-11, 3-12, 3-13, 3-14
You got a team that won 73 games, broke the record, and you're now you're trying to close them out. And you know they weren't going to go quietly. And they just, I think that pressure got to OKC. And that to me was more pressure on them than it was on, on Golden State because they were already down 3-1. So it was like, all right, we're just going to play one game at a time. But to close these guys out, they did, they couldn't do what they did against the Spurs, basically against Golden State because of the shooting. And and that, to me, is not Stern's orders on that one. These Bamas was up three games. I, I mean, I'll let, uh, let Aaron go ahead and talk since he was so adamant that OKC was winning this down. Oh, see. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. They did the exact opposite of what they did the first three games in the game plan to win the uh, series. I mean, that's it. As simple as that. You know going in that Golden State can hit three. So they took the bait of going small and staying small instead of taking advantage of the size matchups they had. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think it was I mean, quite that simple. Um, I mean, the things that were done were simple, but there were multiple things to me that changed the series around. Uh, first of all, you know, them getting that win at home in game five. And so, you know, getting confidence, you know, that they, that they you know, could, could beat them again. I mean, they had got blown off the court two times in a row. So then you move to the game six, like you said, like Stern's orders. I mean, you can't account, like, when Clay is going berserk out there. I mean, he hit 11 threes in a playoff game. We know that was a record. And then at the end, like, Steph Curry started to look like himself. And he said that he got energy off of how Clay was shooting. And then, you know, Steph knocked down a couple of threes. And then, of course, the, the move at the end to seal the deal on Ibaka, which was tough when he kissed it off the glass. And then also in that game, the defense that uh, Iguodala played on KD. Like, KD is going to be KD, but Iguodala is going to make you earn everything. Like, he's going to contest every shot. So if you get going, you get going. It's just like, you know, when he's going to play against LeBron, the same thing's going to happen. So, I mean, I think those were the things that changed around the series. Like, Steph Curry starting to come around looking like himself and then Clay saving him and and because look Steph over the last three games had 31 31 and 36 that's the MVP that we all were accustomed to seeing and so he just outplayed Westbrook over those final three games and that was the difference along with the other two things and the turnaround in the series so in those last two two games especially the last game the other guys that everybody kept complaining about Westbrook and Durant needing to involve didn't do their part and on all, on the Golden State Warriors, well, backup well, particularly, yeah, yeah, particularly, I would say, I would say that is true as far as in Game Seven. Now in Game Six, they had did their job, and then you know, of course, KD and Russ, you know, uh, went hero ball mode, like one on one down the stretch, the turnovers, and not hitting shots. But in this game, you're absolutely right. Like they, KD let the game come to him. He was spreading it around, trying to get the others involved, and, and they weren't hitting shots with the combination of. Golden State starting to hit shots because that's the other thing like Golden State like got 82 more points than them uh, in the series off of three pointers I mean OKC pretty much beat them in every other category so like it was the down the stretch they didn't execute and it was the fact that um, Golden State started hitting those threes that they were missing in games three and four that it, which is one of the main reasons they got blown out and they couldn't recover in those two games so the same two runs that we saw in these later, the last two games, like they couldn't hit the shots. That Clay couldn't hit those shots that killed those runs that kept the lead at like 13. 
they so when they were missing those that ballooned to 20 and 25 and then it was just downhill running from there so i mean i think those were like the major keys in the turnaround as far as the series like and some of those shots you couldn't do nothing about like they had hands up they rotated where they could and go and stay within them all of a sudden yeah they weren't open three-pointers at all they were all contested like you have Curry shooting the ball over Baca and Durant, and they're both 6'11 guys with long arms, and he's just shooting the ball so fast. I mean, how do you even start to even contend that? When you're hitting shots like that, you just cannot be stopped at that point. <clears throat> yeah, Bama's, Bama's definitely found a, they stride and they stroke out there on the on the floor, and, and once they did, young, I just, it was like the train started just moving for them, and it was nothing that the OKC could do. But the thing is, I, I mean, I don't put that much. I mean, people being real critical of KD, critical of Westbrook. I feel like they came to play. That last game, or at least the game seven, Deion Waiters turned back into him former, his former big self. Big fella, get off the court now. Then you throw air balls, big fella. Uh, Ro- Roberson, he felt Roberson went back. Atrocious. Big fella, what is you doing? Big fella, he, he back into the trash can. He got sliced. <laughs> Steven, Steven Adams was out there, but, you know, the shooting was just bad. And, I mean, you could tell they, they almost seemed defeated. Well, actually, I took that back because the first quarter they came out and they were playing like they wanted to win. But once the momentum shifted, it was just like, dang, like, they just kind of, like, fell into the loss. Like, dang, we lost this jump because they had so many opportunities to win. Game three was their, their greatest opportunity. I mean, game six was their greatest opportunity of winning this series. And these Bamas let it go right through their fingertips. You know, it's still the deal, though. I mean, mostly you right as far as them starting to. But I think as far as the starting to look like they gave up. But really what it was is, is like, when they, they had cut it back to, I think, a four-point game. Steph like drew that foul when Abaka fouled him on that three, and then he canned all those threes like at that effectively because I think KD had just maybe hit a three to cut it to four, so it, and it was still like maybe a little over a minute left, so that was plenty of time. That's two possessions with over a minute. That's an eternity. But yeah, once once uh, Abaka fouled uh, Steph on that three and he hit all three free throws, that was when KD missed and then they got the rebound and they did wasn't even trying to foul Steph, and then you know he 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 got away and. Uh, Drain that three that really effectively ended, but I think it wasn't until that call where they where they was just like, man, like this zone is over. Like how could how could he commit that foul? But even before that, I felt like when it was like six or seven minutes ago, they gave up, and then they kind of got like a second win and made that push. But it's like they gave up, like they was down twenty. I mean, I the, I think the key word you said there was second win. I don't know if it's the fact like KD and Russ. Particularly over these last couple games, they played a lot of minutes. And yeah, Russ played 45 minutes. He, yeah, he shortened, Billy Donovan shortened, he shortened the rotation even more in it because he was like, Morrow and all these guys, there's no point in going any deeper than, than Cantor and Waiters. Like, that's pretty much all he was playing. Meanwhile, Golden State was running 11 men out there, 11, 12 men out there. So, like, I think it was like you said, they maybe tried to pace to get the other guys involved. And then at the end, they tried to make their strike more so than that they had given up. At least that's from my perspective. What I, I mean, I think Aaron has but it a point, was though. Go ahead, go ahead, Aaron. Their body language, to me, said more than, like, what it seemed like, I guess, the urgency or anything, like the decision-making. It just seemed but that, But that's like been all year, though, than... the decision-making. That's been all year. That's why most people thought that they wouldn't beat them in the first place. It's not because they don't have the talent. It's because when the games are close, this is what they revert to. The games, they, the other games, other than game one, 
Like the other two games were blowouts, so you didn't really get to see what they would have done when it was a close. The last three games were close, and, and, and they went back to you know what what they did the whole year. It went right, back just because it happened all year doesn't mean it wasn't a factor in the game yesterday. Right, but that doesn't mean it wasn't a factor. I wasn't saying that, that that's something that they didn't do all year. I'm saying when they got down, what it was like, or it got tied and then went down three with like six or seven minutes to go, it was like they were playing like they were down 20 instead of playing like they like the yeah. game had just gotten tied up or down three. Right, a one-possession game, I mean, basically. That's exactly right. I, yeah, I, I think I think it was... It's just one of those things, man, where they just got to be better in the stretch. I mean, I know y'all saw the stat where Westbrook had the most uh, turnovers in the conference final in the last 30 years. So, I mean, right, but just stuff like that. And can you be like... like you say, in game six, he, he, he turned the ball over four times in a minute. Yeah, that, that game so, six turnover, Joe, back to back to back, that, that really, that really put them... At a, at a, and I mean, I mean and Durant was taking elevated shots too. So, yeah, I, I mean, you take the good with the one. bad. You definitely take the good with the bad when you when you talk about OKC. Um, you know, Westbrook and Durant are tier one. You know what I'm saying? They, Athletes, superstars. But at the end of the games, and when the games were close, and when they needed to be like on their A game, they couldn't put it together. I don't know if it's cohesion. I don't know if it's <clears throat> If it, they don't know who who needs to have a ball in their hand, or it's, or if it's you know, I, to me, game six they collapsed. Game seven, they they their their mental they were, I mean, of course they were physically fatigued because they've been playing you know forty plus minutes in all of them games, but to me they seem like defeated, like emotionally defeated in the, in the context of the game with with you know uh, the Golden State Warriors starting to hit shots. Especially in Game Seven, they started to hit. So, I mean, my my whole thing is just watching last night's game in particular, Game Seven. I mean, what Aaron said is true. They, when they when the game got tied, when they were up by like eleven or thirteen, and then they tied it, that's when the wheels started falling off the bus. In my opinion, you can see it in the body language. You can see Katie and Westbrook and Waiters and Waiters arguing. It's like all this back and forth. I know the competitors, but to me, at that point. You can just feel the shift in the way they were operating, and that continued on until they lost. Now they did come back a little bit, and when I when I saw the comeback, the major difference that I saw there was the simple fact that KD actually got the ball. He wasn't shooting the ball at all in the second half. He wasn't getting shots because Westbrook was pretty much shooting everything. And when he was shooting, he would take these wild layups, and that got eight to transition for Golden State, and that kind of spurred on that run. But it, to me, even when Eagle Dollar was guarding him, he was in. He was making some tough buckets. But to me, he was able to create in that offense. Even when he um, drove drove to the lane, he was contested. Then he kicked it out to your man Robinson. Had a wide open three pointer, and he decided to do the extra pass. Trash. He to, trash to Waiters for a contested jump shot. Now I went in, but but the thing was to me it's like I don't I don't know what Katie's true potential is as a player because something is holding him back I don't know if it's a combination with him and Westbrook you know what I'm saying it's Westbrook dog that that, that was my be my next question like is it is it the oil and water like 
can't like they can't what, what happens to Katie? Of course he's up. This is free agency year. You know what I'm saying? Washingtonian fans been been clamoring for this. Like, is the door open now for KD to to come to Washington or go to a different team? Like, what do y'all think is going to happen to KD? Is he cursed? Is he going to stay? What? He's not not cursed. I think he will go to a playoff contender. I don't think he will go to Washington. That's too dysfunctional. I I don't... What I could see him doing is this. I can see him maybe signing a one-year deal with OKC because the big TV money kicks in next free agency and really cashing in the following season. And then at that point, him and Westbrook would then be free agents together. Um, not this not this year, but the following season. And then maybe they can go somewhere together. Because I really think he does like playing with Westbrook. And what we see as Westbrook being the momentum killer or somehow maybe even killing his potential as being a better player, I don't think he sees it that way. I think that he sees him as his partner and a guy that you know what I'm saying? He can do great things with in terms of playing basketball and maybe winning a championship. So I could see him going one year and then the following season get the, you know, that's when the big, big money kicks in for the TV money. And I could see him possibly doing that. Like kind of what LeBron pretty much did, you know what I'm saying? Do the one year deals, wait for the big TV money to kick in and then cash in at the end. Yeah, if he stays in Oklahoma City and uh, like Jonathan says, doesn't sign his big deal this year, but waits till next year, the, the fifth year of his deal, which will be the last year of that big TV deal, he'll make like $45 million just in one year. Ha! Katie, he got to get out of there, though. He got to get out of there. Westbrook, I don't care what nobody say. He don't like Westbrook. He don't. He he like Westbrook is playing ability and and, and, and like oh, yeah off the court off the court. And I think he knows that Westbrook is like I mean in his league you need a complimentary player. But Westbrook's his demeanor and attitude is like is a direct clash with with, with KD. And like to me Westbrook is like the type of guy. If KD tries to tell him something that he's doing wrong, you ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. Okay, uh, Westbrook won't like receive him, but like, all right, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like Steph Curry could say something to Clay, and Clay will just nod his head and like get in line. Westbrook will fight, like, put, give pushback. Like, he ain't gonna take nothing KD gonna say to him. What? Bro, what are you talking about, man? I mean, I personally. I think I think everybody said what was the obvious thing for him to do, which is sign a two year to opt out after one, and him and Russ uh, will both be free agents, Ibaka too, for that matter. So um, that's that's the, the the likely thing to do, or the most logical thing to do. As far as um, Russ, like I mean, he's getting closer. Like this, is the best that he's that he's been, and this was Billy Donovan's first year as a head coach. So, I mean, I would be encouraged, you know, for the one more year that that they still have a chance. If they could get, like, maybe like a shooter, like a knockdown shooter who could play D or just somebody that, like, you know, uh, they don't have to even have to start, although they probably would for Roberson. But if they could find, like, and there's players out there. I'm sure it's going to be free agents out there. If they could get that, somebody, like I said, that consistently knock down shots when Katie and Russ uh, draw those double teams, so then they can definitely trust their teammates more and be ready to go for when it's that when it, when that clutch time comes. But I mean, I think Russ improved a lot this year, and I think for one more year with with what they did this year, I don't think that's a bad deal. But if they don't win it after that one year, obviously he has to go. He has to. Go I'm saying it would have been his tenth year. 
you know, uh, and you would have not had no championships to this point. And that's what everybody's going to start measuring you on. Now he's about to start getting some of that 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 uh, negative energy about, you know, him not having a championship is way that LeBron has always been getting. So, yeah, Duh, that's, that's me- what it's going to be. To me, it's like it's like when you wearing some shoes, you've been balling into some shoes, and then you see the little front lip of the shoe start to like, like flip off the front of the jaw a little bit. It's like it's a matter of time for that joint. The sole come off them billies. So you need to go ahead and just buy some new ones, dog. I think it's time for KD to leave. And if I was KD, I'm coming to the Eastern Conference. I'm coming over to the East because that's my best. No, I, I'm just saying you might he might not be LeBron, but dog going through the buzzsaw or the Western Conference every year that continues to get better. Like I, you you gonna he gonna make money wherever he go. I mean, yeah, yeah. Granted, the OKC can pay him the most, but once the TV money's up, I mean, this Bama got shoes and he got everything. He if you if you're a, if you're a low a low level type Bama, not even low level, but let's say you're a superstar, but you're not like. One A superstar, and you get an opportunity to like cash grab. Then you, then you take it. You know what I'm saying? You go where you can get the most money. If you're like Draymond Green or Baga, somebody like that, or uh, can I catch uh, what's his what's his name? DeAndre (laughs) Jordan. It's my go ahead, go ahead. I'll say something though, real quick. Go ahead, Shaq. I don't, I don't see the thing is with them too. I don't see either one of them having that killer instinct that like a Kobe or a D Wade had like that's what made the D Wade and LeBron team work because LeBron would do everything but when it was time to put the game on your back he, he might have shied away from it where D Wade didn't D Wade would step up and and so if you're the coach of the Thunder what do you do to get an easy bucket with the last five minutes of the game to me I'll get a ball to KD, KD I'm like yeah, yeah I mean, that's, that's why that's that why happen. they need that's the problem. That's why they that's why they need that perimeter player though. Because the thing is, if KD and Russ create, like obviously they can. A Baca guy be able to make plays off of that. Uh, Raiders, if he in the game, had to be able to make plays off of that. Cantor, if he in the game, uh, had to be able to make plays off of that. Like whether that's hit a shot or or or, or uh, extra pass, like they got to be able to do that stuff. But definitely hit a shot and. The other guys haven't been consistently able to do that. That's why I say like they need like a like a perimeter guy who can knock down shots, just consistently knock down shots. That's what they need and play and play pretty good defense. They, he don't even have to be as good as Anthony Roberson, but like solid. They, they and they could get that in free agency, but they, it has to be someone who's you know definitely probably a vet who who uh, is willing to be good with their role. I, I just think at the end of the day, Russell Westbrook, I think he would he would love to be the 1A guy to take all the shots and have Durant as his backup. I think Durant's skill set makes him by default the number one player on the team. But I think that, you know, he's acting in that role as 1A because it's almost like it's almost expected. I don't necessarily think I think to me personally, I think that that Kevin Durant will be better 
if he played as a like a one B to a one A like type talent, even though his skill set makes him one A by default. Like you know what I'm saying? It just makes him. But his demeanor to me, like even in game six when he was trying to take this team on his back and his shoulders, it just didn't seem like that was his role. Like it seemed like he was trying to be that guy, opposed to it being natural. To me, like the aggressiveness that Westbrook plays with, the competitiveness that that Westbrook plays with, is just is at like a highest level and I think that they're competing for that position even without it being said I think that's that's a problem that they're running into or do you want to marginalize me till I'm out of my moment or yes the other guys on the team didn't help them out I mean we always talk about sports like you can you can try to get the guys together or get the pieces on the team it still doesn't guarantee that you're going to get a W like it still doesn't I mean we looked at the Caps and the Caps did all this change in the offseason Batman's had the best regular season ever you know what I'm saying and then they lose in the playoffs and now they just talking about how they're going to retool and get back next year who next year we don't know what happened next year I'm going to tell you KD wants a chance to win he need to go to the East here's the thing here's the thing man I, I think it's just so clear that KD should come to the Wizards. That's first and foremost. Because, I mean, I disagree with you saying that, you know, that he can't be, he's not the guy. Like, when it's things flow, like, if you look at that game six, uh, when they were, uh, or, or was it game five, the game that, like, KD went for 41 against the Spurs at home when they needed to win that game. When it was tied 2-2, he went for 41. to put them up 3-2 three, three, against uh San Antonio and they needed every single bit of that but Russell played more like a point in that game and, and he because KD had it going but the thing is like some of the plays and stuff they got that they run sometimes like, like they need to run ro- like rolls at the elbow or, or things like that instead of KD always jacking up the threes when when uh he didn't have it going like that so I mean I think that could happen and the reason that so that brings back to to, to the Wizards and John Wall like John Wall is so so clearly a, a, a pure point guard. And he already averages like 11 assists a game. If you bring KD on the team, and Yo, that's just going to... I'm buying a jersey. For everybody I'm else. two. Uh-huh. I'm buying two jerseys. One for eBay Man. and one for my own personal <laughs> I'm just, I Look, that, that opens up stuff for everybody else. For Bill, obviously for Wall, you still got Morris there, Gortat. Like, come on. Like, in the East, too? Like, all you got to do is add, uh, you know, like... like Eastern Conference Finals by player. default. Eastern Yo. Conference Finals by default. And who knows? You might... so obvious. I mean, that's the, well, that's the one thing I was, I was getting ready to kind of make that similar similar kind of argument was that um, even though Westbrook gets like 13 assists and gets triple doubles, at the end of the day, he's really a two-guard. He's not a point guard, despite what his stats show. He doesn't. He's not really the floor general. And they, I think, if 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 KD were to stay in OKC and Westbrook, obviously at least for this year, they need a point guard that's going to distribute. Too much one on one. Everybody looking around, waiting for to get the open shot, and it doesn't work. They need a point guard in OKC. Put just like AI or uh, D Wade. You know, those guys, yeah, they can create their own shot, but they, they're really two guards, even though they they came out as point guards. It's the style of play, and his style of play is not the guy coming up the floor looking to distribute because he gets in his mindset, hey, I'm going to take this shot. I'm going to run to the hoop as fast as I can. I'm going to miss that. And he missed that one layup. He was going too fast, but they need a point guard in OKC, the bottom line, a true point guard. And if he were to go to 
to the Wizards, he would get that in John Wall because John Wall doesn't have to score. He's looking to distribute. Bama can Mm-mm. score. Can't shoot. Yeah, like, nah, he can score. Come on. He can score. He can score. He can score. He can't shoot. He can't shoot. He can't shoot the score. He can't shoot. That's half a scoring, though. Shoot it. Half a scoring yeah. to shoot. <laughs> but just think how good he is. The Bama can't shoot and still can get you like 20 plus a game. That's what I'm saying. If you gave him a KD, oh my. Oh listen, my KD, young. Let me just tell you to come to Washington, bro. Please. And just then, come to Washington, then, dog. But look, on top of on top of that, Harold. Then if you stay healthy, then you got Bill, and that's oh man, like that trio around the perimeter. <laughs> like come on, dog. Like dog. Would you? Would you? Hold on. Let me ask this question. Would you? Would you? I don't like Bill shooting. Would, would you? Would you? Would you pass? Would you pass Bill to get KD here? Like, like, KD got like, if, first. If, that, if that, if that was a part of like the deal, you had like, you know, Bradley Bill that's, for that's KD. And it's, a, that's not going to be a part of the deal, though. We have them both. Like, I, there's, no, there's no need to bring that scenario up. Because, no, like, we can get. <laughs> <laughs> I, know, I know what you're trying to do, but I'm just saying it's, 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 yeah, it's, yeah. it's pointless. No, hey, yeah, he a free agent. If you, yeah, they got to do everything, though. They, if they got to call Daniel Snyder and get him involved and Scott McLuhan and get them involved in this whole getting KD here, young, you got to do what you got to do. Call Robert. He got friends. Get, do whatever you got to do, man, to get KD here. Call his mom, send her flowers, all that. Because if we get KD, that's automatic Eastern Conference Finals, and we have a legitimate chance at the at the championship. You know what I'm saying? A legitimate year chance. Year after year. Year, year after, after year. year. It's not, you know, it's not just next year or whatever year. And LeBron's first year. I think KD's going to have two or three years. Oh, I see what you're saying. I was, when LeBron started to go on the downhill of his career. I got okay, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, if he got in the East, it's not like he has to contend with LeBron yeah, going. It, it ain't. No, it ain't nobody else in the East, dog. The only other mob would be as if if Indiana somehow got got a. I, mean, I guess the Heat, and I would say if Indiana got Paul George some help, that bama Paul George. Yeah, he's he's real. You know what I'm saying? But this is the thing. But it, if it, I feel like if it come down to Paul George and KD, like with the Wizards squad, even if he got another player, like that's still it's still we're still like head and shoulders above the rest. It will put us head and shoulders above the rest of the teams in the Eastern Conference. Only team that would be like like a a, a match would be. The Cavaliers because they have two premier superstars and you know Love and, and Kyrie, but outside of them, it wouldn't. Would I'm not I scared of nobody. Love a, I wouldn't call. Love okay, a, all right. I, that, let me dumb that down. He's an all star. All star. All star. All star. How about that? He's an all star. They got two all star. Because 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 even Bradley Bill and 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 John Wall, they're not premier superstars. They're all stars. Whatever. So. I'm saying, but with KD, KD is top three, top four player in the league, hands down. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? He and gives Wall, a he Wall, he wins his 25 Wall, more game. And yeah, and Wall at his position, I mean, he right there. You know what I'm saying? I like, take Wall right over you. I mean, I'm, I, I'm not mad at. I mean, I don't agree with that, but I'm not mad at you for that. Like I said, Wall is right there, and if you put a, a, a prolific score like KD alongside of him, I mean, come on. And KD play actually plays games. That like Bama will break the assist like we record. Know Bill, Bill, like other than the foot joint with KD, like he 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 don't miss games like that. So you know he gonna be in there night in and night out, dropping buckets twenty eight at twenty eight a game over eighty two games. 
the only the only other team I would enter in where he might think about it uh, is Boston because you put him up there with the, with the nucleus around him and Brad Stevens. Brad Stevens can coach him up. Well, hold on, you don't think you know he will. You don't think he might go to San Antonio? Nah, I don't think he would go to like any of them out there. I personally don't. I, I I think the only one he may consider, but they don't have the money, will be the Clippers. But I think like San Antonio and Golden State and L.A. because they <laughs> L.A. not there, and the other two, I just don't think he would join up those teams because he he don't want to be he want to do that. Yeah, I don't think he want to be a ring chaser. That yeah. bad. Of course, he wants to have a chance to win, but like. You basically a ring chaser like Jerry Payton and them was with the Lakers. Yeah, that's why the Wizards make the most I sense. Think, see, I think, I think, yeah, for what you saying, like, uh, uh, Aaron, I think, I think KD would do it like the old school way, like after this next big contract, because he still got at least uh, injury, injury, or God willing, no injuries. Like he might have like seven to ten more years left. So you figure, like, if if right now, like, uh, like, like he can't can't have what he need then nah, that's, that's the move that's the move Any, yeah, anytime you got a run. seven foot small forward that can shoot the three and dribble you gotta Wizards gotta go all out I mean they already have gone all, all out to nah, go all out though no. I mean they got they Scottie got his Bush. old coach yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they've been making moves behind yeah, the scenes making moves behind the scenes again but now but so now I, you gotta be old yeah did somebody talk to KD and figure that he actually likes Scott Brooks as his coach because what if he had something to do with Scott Brooks leaving? Because Scott Brooks clearly can't coach, in my opinion. We we won't know, and we're going to find out, though. We're going to find out. We're going to find out. Because, I mean, we don't know, like, if they talked or there's just a, you know, just a, a roll of the dice with the whole move or, or, or it's unrelated. I mean, people just, you know, people always think this stuff is related, but... I don't, I don't know though. I, I don't know, but we we gonna find out if he starts if he starts changing his tune about like how he feels about Washington and if you know you know how the media can drive stuff up. So yeah, just don't you know. familiarity breeds contempt, man. So he already don't like coming home to play half the time because of how he knows the area. He knows all the people here. All the people know him. It makes him uncomfortable. And then also. You get a coach that he already dealt with. He knows how far he got with him. It might end up backfiring. Just remember that. No, but it's the Eastern Conference. It can't backfire. There's nobody in here to give you no comp. You're not playing against Popovich. And I'm not talking about distance. I'm talking about his comfort being on the court on a day-to-day basis. If he's not comfortable being there, why would he bother coming? No matter how easy it might be to get to the finals. Yeah, so, I'm gonna tell you this: When Gilbert Arenas was here, and he ain't even from here, the city that Batman had the city at his disposal. Gilbert Arenas did, but it's like you said, he, yeah, he wasn't from here. Yeah, he wasn't from. But here. but you would you you wouldn't have known the way this Batman was had the city on his on his back. I mean, it's easy. even after the gun jump, Batman was still in. They were like, "Young Gilbert, crazy." I'm like, "Dog, the Batman pulled the strap with the Batman in the locker room." <laughs> like, it's like, "Nah, young, he was just playing though." I'm like, "What?" <laughs> Yeah. Like, yeah, listen, has anybody ever put a strap on you just playing? Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, like, hey, like, Jackie, yeah. but Kate hey, talked about it, though. Yeah. He was yeah. saying that he gets, like, 100 ticket requests a game, and that wears yeah. on him just when he's coming to visit yeah. twice a season. And, you know, and, I mean, and his brother, like, yeah, and much. his brother got beef in the streets. See, out of control. I hear. 
See, a kill done rain on Harold's parade and brought reality I'm just, to it. I'm just, I'm, I'm just making you remember that. Like, yeah, don't, don't reality. get too far out of pocket. Yeah, how do you react to that? Hold up. He's an idiot. Don't listen to He's an idiot. All right, that's what we got to say about that. He's an idiot. They just showed real real quick, they just showed the actual numbers or what it would be. Like if he were to do the one year and then um re up on the option with the four years, it was like Aaron was saying it's two two twenty eight. If he did the one year and then four years with another team, it's one seventy six. So as you can see, that's that that's that difference. <laughs> About thirty eight, so, thirty some million, forty million. Yeah. Like, so. I mean, he got shoes. He good. He got shoes. Yeah, he, I mean, he good. You know, he good for sure. But he got shoes. Oh, so all right. So on to the since we going down to the down to the wire now. Uh, uh, last leg. What what is it? Who gonna win the finals? The finals we got now. We got a rematch. Is this uh, uh, the Warriors versus the Cleveland Cavaliers with a re retool roster? They got. K Love and Kyrie back in the mix. What do you? What's the outcome? Who winning the series, man? Not two. LeBron, tell us about that. Not two. Not three. Not four. Not five. Not six. Not seven. Oh. Man, this is tough because the matchups. When I'm breaking, everybody got quiet. I'm looking at the matchups like we kind of like okay. Look at the three best players on Golden State and look at the three best players on 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 the Cavaliers. And matchup wise, I just feel like the Cavaliers maybe should win the NBA Finals, but I feel like the story would not be complete if Golden State didn't win the final because they had the best record in the NBA. They'd be like the Patriots when they lost, you know, eighteen and one to the Giants. Why do you feel that the Cavs should win? Like, what have they done to definitively prove to you that they're better? Out of curiosity. <clears throat> well, when I look at the, when I look at the matchups, I look at the difference between Kyrie Irving and Russell Westbrook. I think Kyrie Irving is going to be a very difficult guard for Golden State. At the end of the day, he's a way better point guard in the in the in the sense that Kyrie number one can shoot. Uh, you can't back off and let him shoot three pointers or shoot jump shots because he's going to actually make them on a consistent basis. And that's going to be different for Golden State as opposed to Russell Westbrook when you know that he was just going full steam ahead with his head down to the cup. You know what I'm saying? That's the difference. But and they, then when I look... They, they still can't stop that. And the fact that, um, you know, when you look at that and the fact that uh, Kyrie is nowhere near as good a defender as Russ. Like, Russ isn't the best defender. He's, he's, he's not bad. He's serviceable. But Kyrie... Is, is terrible on defense. Well, I think, so, I think, I, mean, I think, yeah, true. No, I'm, I'm just talking, well, well, Kyrie, in terms of his defense, I think it's just a lack of effort. Because to me, defense all comes down to effort. And he just sometimes just gets, you know, very disinterested. Well, I mean, but that's, that's what, but, it, but, but that's what it is. That's what we see. It's just like hard. And it don't matter over why the reason is. No, but when, I when he I, don't play D. Well, <laughs> that's I, what I see is not, why is he not playing D? What, what, but the thing is, the games when they lost to the Raptors, is clearly the games where he was not interested in playing defense at all. But the games where he actually wanted to play defense, those guys got blown out the water every single time. I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm not saying the Cavs are gonna win it. I'm just looking at the matchups. I don't, I don't I mean, think they have they an answer. Should, though, so I was, I was curious. Well, as to this is, this well, I think that. Win it. Well, I also believe that um, they don't have an answer for LeBron. That's just my opinion. 
You could try to put Draymond Green on him. I they gonna put Igor, they gonna put Igor Dollar on him like they did last year. Then he just broke both your legs, big fella. Yeah, let him get cooked and sauteed. That, that's what they're gonna do. They're, they're gonna probably come out with Igor Dollar. And to me, the X factor in this thing is Kevin Love. How he shows up is he gonna come up like the Kevin Love who is posting Bamas up and making them? A, I mean, that's a big boy. When he was putting jokers in the post, they couldn't stop him. He was bodying everybody into the post. And when he wasn't in the post, he was knocking down three pointers. So he was a very tough guy to guard because he can get you inside or outside. And I'm not saying that I just feel like the Cavs, they're 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 three um <laughs> you out. I just think their three players may cause more of a matchup issue for the the Golden State Warriors more than what like OKC did. You know what I'm saying? It's always hard to guard Steph Curry and Clay Thompson when you can shoot three points from 35 feet away from the freaking goal. That's a problem, period. You know what I'm saying? But I, I, they do have more athleticism, and they have a they have a deeper team to me with Shumpert that can guard the perimeter. You know what I'm saying? Then what OKC had to guard the perimeter. That's just my this is my thoughts on it. They, let, let, me, let, let me tell y'all something. I'm about to tell y'all what's about to happen. Y'all, this is all speculation. Stern's orders is in. The Golden State Warriors are winning the championship, and the reason they're winning the championship the is because Warriors, Steph Curry. Is the is the high, he's he is the new Cash Kyle, the new Cash Kyle of the NBA is Steph Curry. Steph Curry has charisma. He's likable. He's 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 a good he's a good he's light skinned He's a good model for the NBA. He doesn't get in trouble. He loves the Lord. He he, he, he smiles a lot. Without 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 league orders, without the league orders scenario, who you think should win the finals? Just. Put that but, aside. But, but he got. But but hold on. But he got to kill the whole league old league order uh, storyline. Oh, that drums terrible. That's no, I'm trying to say. T- hold on. This is the thing. At the end. At the end of the day. At the end of the day, it's a business. Fuego. We watched them go in Fuego with the shooting compared to. No, let me tell you something. And that, that was the NBA putting the switch on, like making the rim size up for. for the- no. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. When I'm playing 2K and I go into the settings and I change it from uh, superstar to rookie, I shoot. I shoot shots I wouldn't shoot. Let me just tell you, I shoot shots I wouldn't shoot if it's on on All Star or on on superstar. You just don't shoot the same shots because you know they're not going in. When when you know that the league orders is in place for you to get the championship, you play differently. You play differently. Paid on in that part of the storyline. It's a business. It's a business. If my Nike, if Nike Air Zoom is the best shoe, selling shoe, that just gonna be at the front of the store. It's gonna be at the front of the store. Steph Curry is the best selling product that the NBA has, and they want that product to be long lasting. LeBron James actually is owed a championship right now. He's owed one. Then why you? Then why you watching sports? And why we talking about it, dog? Like if if everything. No, it doesn't matter. It's entertaining. I I like I like seeing Bama's rise above the rim and dunk basketballs. I like seeing Steph Curry (laughs) cross Bama's up like. Like and Bama, make Bama's fuck like Deion Waiters and stuff. That's entertainment to me. But at the end of the day, Girl. it's a business. I'm not gonna walk through life Girl. like blindfolded, thinking these Bama's not pulling the strings behind the scenes when the Bama's stern, messing with the lottery, draft picks. When the yeah, it's all Girl. it's clear. Girl. What? Girl. Right, put man. putting that aside. Putting down the league orders aside. Just looking at the matchups. Who would he's you? Not, he's not gonna answer. 
No, they, I answered. I answered. I answered. If, if the jump, okay. If the jump, okay. Let me say this. Let me say this. If the league was just regular and it was jump, it was no Stearns orders in, in effect, and it was nothing. And I was just like seeing two teams at Bully Rec Center about to go play clash against each other, and it was the Cleveland Cavaliers and it was the uh, the Warriors. I would have to say I, I would still pick the, the Warriors because I think, and the only reason I would pick the Warriors is because I think that they're cohesion together as a unit is is a lot solid is more solid or more has shown me more consistency than that of the Cleveland Cavaliers I agree like, with that for, for a large a large portion of the season their cohesion was just second to none they almost like I, I think next to the Spurs they were the best like unit team playing team basketball and just we've seen as of recently the Cleveland Cavaliers kind of put it together but I don't know if they get tested that they may unravel and then they may expect LeBron to do one-on-one, which is not really his game. And this in these in these last series, LeBron has been an aggressive facilitator. So he's he's looked for his opportunities to score, but he's also been like like a facilitator to, to the other guys on the team. If 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 Clay is playing the way Clay is playing, along with Steph. And, and all the other guys because I think the, the OKC is a weight off of the shoulders of the Warriors like that's a weight off their shoulders I think their confidence is going to go up going up against the Cleveland Cavaliers because they don't have outside of Kevin Love um, what's, what's the other dude um, yeah, Tristan Thompson Tristan uh, Thompson now I'm talking about the bigs that are on Cleveland Cavaliers like okay. they don't have no, no physical bigs that really like like scare me you know what I'm saying so, I think to beat the Warriors, you got you can't get in a jump shooting contest with the Warriors. That's a fail. They're gonna beat you every time. You have to have a uh, an exploitive matchup that you take advantage of. And OKC had it, but they went away from it. Cleveland Cavaliers may have it in LeBron James, but LeBron James' game is not suited to just like take advantage of matchup. That's what made Jordan the best. So, do you think that Curry can guard Irving, Kyrie? No. Um, no, I don't think Kyrie, I don't think Steph can guard Kyrie either. But their games are I don't think Kyrie can guard Steph. So that that's a wash. Now I don't now it goes to the next position. Clay Thompson. I don't think anybody on, on the uh, Cleveland Cavaliers can guard Clay Thompson. Not even Shumper. You know what I'm saying? Now, what Shepard will get? Boy, if you don't get four fifty baked out there, go ahead and get the seasoning salt, the basil, get the uh, the, the garlic salt, everything out for that man. He will get. No, no, he's he stands no chance. Oh, uh, the next, then you go down the line. What's the next? The next position is LeBron, the small forward. LeBron, okay, LeBron is the ultimate matchup, and that that's who has to take. LeBron has to get thirty. Every every game in order for them but that, but, to like, but, that, but that's not that's not, that's that's not really LeBron game. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. It's not his game. But I'm saying in order for them to win, you have to exploit the matchup. In this series, you have to exploit the matchup. If LeBron is not going with the mentality that I'm scoring 40 on whoever they put on me, like that will open up everything else for his other guys if he has that mentality. Because unlike before, I feel like. He had to score 40, but then he had nobody else to like help him in the in the process. This year, if he scores 40, he has Bamas that can help him too. So that that allowed that makes them a better team. And at the end of the day, all you gotta do is score more points than the other team. So if he scores 40 and you get 20 out of Kyrie and you get 18 
or 15 or 18 out of out of K Love and out of your big three, you can win. You can win. All right, Jeff. Like my go? only thing, real quick. My only thing to that is, I mean, all that's fine and dandy, except when Golden State is job burying three after three. Like I said, they they had, uh, had 82 more points from the three ball in this series against uh, uh, OKC. That's what beat them. Uh, Steph had a record 32 uh, threes in the series. That's a record for a seven-game series. And Clay had the second most all-time with 30. So between them two, they had 62 threes in the series. So if they're shooting like that, if 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 uh, the Cavs not shooting at that same clip, uh, night, night. Yeah, all I got to say that. <laughs> That's the greatest equalizer, the three-pointer. You making that, it equalizes everything. You're right. So who do you got? Now that you said all that. I mean, I got, I got, uh, I got Golden State. I got Golden State. Okay. I've been pretty much. I mean, it's disclaimer, and people were busting my chops that because they were saying I was riding the fence as far as last year when uh, Cleveland came together, I said that they would win a title in their second year together. But I mean, like, so they're still on pace to do that. But I, I'm, I think, I, I think I got Golden State in seven. I wouldn't be surprised if Cleveland won, but I. I just think that You're leaning I think that Steph going yeah I think Steph going to get it done I think I think he can smell it I think they're motivated just like Cavs are by everybody last year of course saying that you know that their championship was blue they had to uh, beat anybody as far as players the only way I can see Cleveland winning is if J.R. Smith shows up I don't know with his form from three years ago where every shot he would take would go in no matter what for some weird reason. Um, other than that, I really don't see them having the perimeter shooting to beat Golden State. Yeah. That's really what it's going to come down to is the perimeter shooting. Like, LeBron can score as much as he wants to. Uh, Kyrie can score. He'll, he doesn't typically score more than 30 points, so I don't expect that out of him to score on average more than 20 Love, I mean, Draymond is a feisty defender, so he is going to give him a little bit of a problem compared to some other people. But it's going to have to come from it's going to have to come from the bench. So unless J.R. Smith shows up big, I don't see it happening. Aaron, who you got? I'm almost exactly the same stance as Jonathan. I look at it and I think I feel like the story has been written for uh, Golden State, and I feel like if Golden State is shooting. At the clip they were like record breaking, record breaking three point pace. Then there's nothing anybody ever anybody. can do about that. Right. Let that be the caveat. When as I say that, so watch that. If they're shooting kind of normally, then I feel like Cleveland. I'm leaning towards Cleveland, and it all depends on to me how Kevin Love plays in the series. If Kevin Love shoots 40 percent from three, I think Cleveland wins the series. If Kevin Love has Another series where it's like he shows up every other game or something like that, and he's having certain games where he has eight points or twelve points. Then I think the word down to Kevin Love's offensive and see, production. And that's and that's another thing. Like I just I just think that Draymond gonna have Kevin Love out. You're not getting past that, D, big fella. Big fella, get off the court now. Then you like gonna have more big seven fella. Games. Will you like, can Kevin Jesus? Love bring what he needs to beat them four times? Like, I, I, I don't know whether Kevin Love can do that. You know, mentally, if the game gets tough and Draymond, you see how physical that OKC Golden State was? I don't know if Kevin Love big ready fella, for that. Get off the court. You're not a big show. You're a baby poodle, big fella. You're trash. I don't know if mentally he, he's going to have to prove Damn. that to me. 
He is. Nah, that's that's the X factor. That's the X factor, and I guess that's why he the caveat. Because if he can come out and play like to a higher level, because Dray Draymond might steal his cookies, huh? Steal all his cookies, and leave that man on the sideline. For real, like kick him in his nuts. Yeah, like I mean, he was battling. This is the thing. Plus, like Kevin Love is a little more his his like his match you know what I'm saying like Kevin Love is not Ibaka as you know what I'm saying he's not you know Steven Adams like you know these big mammoth type you know centers and power forwards he's a like this is like his compliment nah he is he, he's a big boy. nah he Mostly. is He no he's a big boy but he's not like he's not his going tower over well, his Draymond Green and just yeah his physicality yeah, is not Adams something. like yeah, like you seen how Adams had a, a couple of uh, those where he just like like threw it down on somebody. Like, yeah, yeah. Kevin Love was going like that. Matter of fact, we saw him in the last round try to go up. I think it was on Bismack. He he, yeah, Bismack threw it. Remember he tried to bang on Bismack? Yeah, like, <laughs> he, <in> <laughs> he just threw your shot to hell, big yeah, so, yeah, that Kevin Love that not bad throwing bad. it down on nobody. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. Man, can't wait to see this this uh this series is coming up. When the first game? June second. That's Thursday. Thursday is the first game. So yeah, I mean, yeah, er, those are those are everybody's picks without stern orders in effect. I'm just like you know, <laughs> stern orders. It's the it's the storybook ending, dog. It's the storybook ending. Seventy three and nine. They trying to recreate Jordan's legacy all over because. Yeah, if you look, just go back and look at the profits that Jordan made to the league during his tenure. That joint is astronomical. And if they got somebody, a palm piece that could duplicate that revenue increase, which I believe that they think that they have in Steph Curry, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if you saw Stern sit courtside and stick his foot out, try to trip LeBron James up on the way down the court. For that bread, I'm trying to tell you. But what that said, mamas always get on my conspiracy theories. But then when 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 that whole junk came out with the with the uh, uh, they had the list of the the, um, the the games for June second before this the series was even over, like they did a couple years ago with the Wizards playing the uh, the Toronto. I think we we're playing the Toronto Raptors, and then they yeah. said they had. Oh no, we we're playing the Indiana Pacers. And they like had they did a commercial where they had the Indiana Pacers versus the Cleveland Cavaliers while we were still in a series with the Wizards. Young, I'm trying to tell y'all that that's not by accident. That's a, that's a botch. Leave on is by accident. Ha! Got he. Ha! Got he. <laughs> well, it depends on who you are. It depends on who you are. It depends on who you are. You know what I'm saying? It depends on who you are. But we'll see, man. But nonetheless, that's our show. Follow us at Black Sports 980. That's BLK Sports 980 uh, on Instagram, Twitter. Um, yeah, man. Everybody got to get Instagram handles and stuff on here. So, we, you know what I'm saying? Fans can interact with, the, with us. Um, what else, man? I think that's about it. No, I ain't got nothing else. What y'all doing tonight? Nothing? About to get some shots up. Hooping again? Jeff, when the last time you hooped, dog? You don't play basketball no more, do you? Nah, that, nah the last time was when I hooped at Butler. And that. <laughs> oh yeah, that was that was that was forty episodes ago, bro. Yeah, <laughs> you long past that, Joe. 
<laughs> you about to go to sleep, D? Shake off that that New York bug, that, <laughs> that Razika, whatever you get, whatever the show. About that Zika virus, Zika jump. That y'all serious? And only if you're pregnant. <laughs> Man, uh, <laughs> hey, cut it in. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. We out, young. That's our show.